0: Hey, career girls, welcome to another episode of the Deeper Than Work podcast. This is your host, Dorianne St. Flor. I am the founder of yourcareergirl.com, the online career coaching boutique for women who are ready to upgrade their job search, snatch up more coins, and get obsessed with their career. So excited about this episode today. We are going to be talking about toxic work environments. It is something that I specifically have a lot of experience with, unfortunately, Um, and it's something, a topic that I really speak to a lot of women about, and we have a licensed clinical social worker extraordinaire, Danielle Fairburn-Bland, who is going to talk to us about toxic work environments and all of that. But before we jump into it, let me just introduce her real quick. Danielle is a licensed clinical social worker with over 10 years of experience supporting individuals who need a renewal experience. I love that, a renewal experience. Thank you. Daniil has a background in clinical treatment, group work, and program development focused on enhancing the lives of children, families, youth, trauma survivors, and justice-informed individuals. Daniil is the founder and CEO of Vision Transformation Firm, a personal development firm that provides counseling, coaching, and consulting to uplift, heal, inspire communities. Daniil collaborates with individuals to achieve significant life goals through meaningful initiatives focusing on enhancing personal development. She is a psychotherapist, a group facilitator, a change agent, an advocate, and a mentor. Danielle, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are Thank so, you. so happy to have you here. Hey, career girls. <laughs> <laughs> So just for full disclosure, Danielle and I, we, we met a long time ago, many lives ago. We went to elementary school, grammar school, whatever we're calling it, middle school together. Um, lost touch over the years, but have reconnected. And I'm so happy to have her here to talk to us about something that's really important. So Danielle, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Dorian. No problem at all. So before we jump into all the good stuff that you have for us today, you know, why don't I I just I just want to start off to find out, like, how did you even come into this whole, you know, social work and um, becoming a psychotherapist? Like, what was your background? How did you get to this state that you're in today? So as from a child, I always knew that I wanted to help people. I didn't know what that would look like.
1: Um, But in school, I would talk a lot. I would always give advice to people <laughs> and I had to figure out, okay, this, this is a theme for me. How can I um, make some money from this? Mm-hmm. And how can I live my truth through my passion? Mm-hmm. So I went to school, my undergrad for sociology, and then I did my master's in social work. And then I found myself working in a lot of um, positions, working with vulnerable people, people who are marginalized, people who are underserved. And I realized that everyone has a story but everyone does not have a voice. Mm. So with that being said, I said, I'm going to speak for those that don't have a voice until other people hear for that, hear, hear about them or hear from them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the work that I do is helping people to kind of rewrite their story, helping people to kind of unpack some of the issues that they're dealing with in life and giving them and helping them to create the tools and the strategies for them to live the best version of themselves. Wow. So, wow. I actually love what I do and um, I've had experience teaching. I've had experience working with a wide range of populations, and I'm doing private practice right now, so I'm really excited about that um, to be my own boss mm-hmm. and also to be able to work with people to heal from trauma of their past.
0: Okay, awesome. So you, you said so many things in there, and I just want to kind of de- dive a little bit deeper into some of it, but even, like you talked about, you, you're dealing with kind of under underserved communities and just different um, demographics that you're working with. Tell me a little bit about the the black woman. Like how would, he, how would you say that all of these things, because we all have things we're dealing with. We all have past. We all have our stories, all of that. And it informs the way we interact with people at work, at home. And we spend so much time at work that I'm sure these things that we're dealing with kind of, seep into our you know relationships with our boss with our coworkers. so for black women in general what are some things that you know kind of some themes that you see things that kind of affect their career and the dynamics that they have at work mm-hmm. i
1: think overall the black woman is misunderstood in the workplace mm-hmm. i feel as though our strength is often seen as a weakness mm. our strength is often seen as um a negative thing a negative characteristic when that's we were we were raised that we were raised to be strong mm-hmm. we were raised to work hard and sometimes that actually is a gift and a curse because when you work really hard no one asks if you need help mm-hmm. um, we are afraid to ask for help because we feel like um no one's going to give it to us um, some black women feel very invisible in the workplace and as you get higher in um management or you you work up the ladder sometimes that doesn't change
0: mm-hmm.
1: so black women oftentimes they don't have a voice And we often feel like we can't ask for help because we're expected to do do it all.
0: Got it. Got it. That resonates with me so well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of we'll we'll jump into that a little bit. So I know what I think of when I hear toxic work environment, like um, people who follow me, if you've read my kind of career story and everything. I was in a space where I was in a horrible environment. I was there for two years. I had just transferred from operations into human resources. And while I loved human resources and loved what I was doing every day, the people that I was working with, not so much. So my boss was moody. I never knew what I was going to get from her. People were talking about me. Like people, you know, when you mm-hmm. say something and people start tapping, typing, mm-hmm. her in and you're like, well, are they talking about me? <laughs> like that was a situation that I was in, like anxiety on Monday morning, mm-hmm. nausea, like mm-hmm. throwing up, like just crying, like all of it. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, when I say toxic work environment, like I'm not even trying to be dramatic, but I'm talking about like you hate life. Like, Mm -hmm. why do I have to do this? I'm here every day. Why don't you tell us like in your mind and in your with your experience and your, you know, professional experience, what is an actual toxic work environment? Mm
1: Well, Duran, you, you really tapped onto a lot of the different examples of a toxic environment, and it is on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not as direct as slamming doors mm-hmm. and your supervisor writing an email in all caps, right? Right. Sometimes it's very subtle things that can really, really impact someone. So, a toxic environment is marked by significant d- dysfunction that impacts productivity. So, the things that you just spoke spoke about were things that I'm sure impacted your productivity. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to go to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. And some people that I speak to say, oh my gosh, it's Monday already. Um, I don't want to get out of bed. So those sort of things really, really um, are indicative of a toxic environment. Um, the word toxic, just to give some background, it comes from the Latin word meaning arrow poison, right? So mm. think of poison. Wow. Of that. Poisonous work that.
0: environment.
1: You think that's something seeping through your pores, right? And another thing about toxic environments, there's not just one target. If it's a toxic environment, everyone is going to be impacted by it, right? Research shows that 62% of workers feel that they are treated rudely at least once a month. Hmm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot, a lot of people. Um, And toxic behavior really comes from stress, being overworked in a workplace, being underpaid, um, being underappreciated. um, And technology actually makes it even worse, Mm. We're in the age of technology, but now people can hide behind emails. Right. You can send an email in all caps. People could be short in emails, and that really creates a toxic environment. So it's really a poisonous environment that can seep through the pores and really impact productivity.
0: Mm. So, I mean, what you're saying, like talking about like impacting productivity, I was when I was in that environment, like before that, I was used to being the top performer, like everything was, you know, high marks and just getting promoted. And for these two years that I was there, like I felt like a loser. I'm Mm -hmm. like, why am I making so many mistakes? Mm -hmm. Why are they saying that I'm not like the best? Like, how could this be possible? Mm -hmm. And looking back, you know, and speaking to you right now, okay, it was because I was in a toxic environment, but sometimes when you're in the situation, you don't know, you don't, you can't really put all of those pieces of the puzzle together, right. so are there signs, like, how can you tell if you're in a work, a toxic work environment, besides not feeling good, I mean, a lot of people some go through ups and downs, I don't right. feel like it, I don't want to go to work, but how do you know when it's a real
1: problem? Yeah, you bring up a really good point, because um, toxic behavior and bad behavior is normalized in a workplace, it's normalized in the workplace because people are able to hide behind professionalism, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm professional. I'm making the numbers. I'm bringing in money, so I can behave badly, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's very, very hard to um to notice it because you feel like sometimes is it just me? Am right. I personalizing it? Mm-hmm. Um, is something going on in my personal life that's impacting my professional? Um, but toxic environments—they're very they they can be um, deadly, right? And as dramatic as that sounds, it can cause people. Um, it can exacerbate medical conditions. It can exacerbate mental health conditions, right? And like I said before, it's on a spectrum, but I tell people, follow your gut. When you walk into a room, I'm all about energy. I can feel when it's toxic environment. I can feel when people are really not genuine. And when you're in situations where people are not living a genuine life and your coworkers or your peers or your boss is not genuine, that's actually very toxic. Hmm. So it's a lot of different things. It's like high level of stress, negative interactions with your coworkers, being bullied. So bullying is not for children only. They're adults, grown people who are bullying people, who are sending emails that are nasty, who are micromanaging, right? Who are not giving clear directions but having high expectations. Yes. That's toxic environment. Um setting people up to fail. So as you shared, Dorianne, um, a lot of the workplace, a lot of in the workplace now, group work is really encouraged. Everyone's doing teamwork. We're doing it as a team. And that actually feeds into toxic environment. Because when I was in school, I didn't like group work. Mm. I didn't like group work because I was always the one stuck writing something down <laughs> or, <laughs> or bringing in all the work, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it is also in the workplace. It's always one person that's doing the work. And that causes a lot of stress. Um, when people are withholding information, that's, also toxic environment when people are hanging out outside of work and don't include you. That doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. and that also creates a, a toxic environment. So those are examples of toxic environments, and they also vary dependent on the power dynamic. So there's colleague to colleague. There's a toxic environment that can happen between that. Then there's a boss to colleague, and then boss to boss. And on every level it could be very different because you have different decision making um, skills and the opportunity to make decisions so the toxic environment is definitely on a spectrum and I can go on and on but those are kind of like some examples
0: okay okay so you know when I'm thinking about it it's something that triggered for me and especially because we started talking about just like black women in particular and mm-hmm. how this affects them and I'm thinking like right now I'm in an environment where well from besi- after college, I went to a all black college, right? So once I graduated from that situation and and got into the workforce, I've always been one of a few black folks, Hmm. especially black women in my career. And I feel like there's been different environments where, you know, maybe one company was 20% black, which isn't great. But I mean, at least you have some sort of camaraderie, some sort of network, or where I am now, which is 2% blacks. So, you know, I can go all day without seeing someone who looks like me. And when I think about that, and I'm thinking about the many people that I do work with who are in similar situa- uh, similar situations, and they're like, you know, well, no one really gets me, I don't understand, no one, un-. like, I'm thinking, how does that play into the environment as well? Because if you don't, if people don't understand you, they don't get where you're coming from, they don't understand your triggers and things that, that you have to deal with, can that play into it as well?
1: definitely i definitely think you speak to some important facts isolation so mm-hmm. what you described to me there is isolation not feeling as though you belong that does not feel good at all mm-hmm. i'm feeling like you're misunderstood and um black women we come with this level of strength and confidence and style right we bring a, we bring style to wherever we go
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um a lot of times it's not understood people see our assertiveness As um, having an attitude Mm -hmm. people feel as though, okay, she's um, insubordinate. Um, She's the angry black woman. She's the angry black woman, right? So that myth of like angry black woman and strong black woman, that's something I think as black women, we always have to deal with because if we say too much, we're angry. And if we don't say too much, we're being short and we have an attitude. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do feel like you can't win. And when you don't have that sisterhood at work to look at someone and just smile and say, I know what you're going through. That really hurts because you don't know who to trust. Right. When you're in an unsafe environment, that's when you start to unravel emotionally, physically, and mentally.
0: Yeah. So you kind of touched on on this a little bit when you start to unravel. So like- Mm -hmm what are the, the effects of being in a toxic work environment? So we've already talked about the fact that it doesn't feel good. You can feel isolated. You can feel like you're being bullied, et cetera. But so what, like, what does that do? How does that play out in your everyday life? I mean, I can speak to a little bit about what happened to me, but I'd like your professional opinion as far as like, how does this affect your you mentally, physically, et cetera. Mm-hmm.
1: So I can definitely speak to the mental health piece mm-hmm. and, um, As a psychotherapist, my goal is to help my clients to be able to have mental wellness. And what that means is to be able to have the tools and strategies to deal with life challenges, right? When you're in a situation that's a toxic environment, you already are behind. You are not on a strong foundation because your mind, you're not in the right, you don't have the game face on. Mm -hmm. Your mind is not in the game, right? So already you're starting behind. And um, what happens is certain things can trigger certain things for you. So it's all about interpersonal relationships, right? And when you're in a toxic environment, it can trigger things from your past. It can trigger feelings of, like you said, isolation, um, "I'm not worthy, you can feel like I don't belong." And those things can really impact someone's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And when you don't feel good about yourself, you're not able to produce. So there's self-esteem issues. There's depression, where you feel like on Sunday night we've all been there, oh Lord. The weekend's are slowly going over. The weekend's gone. Yeah. Now it's Monday. You're like, okay, great. Someone asked, how was your weekend? You're like, I can't wait for it to come back again. It's only <laughs> Monday, right? <laughs> so you start to feel like you don't want to get up in the morning to go to work. That's a problem, right? Because one or two days of that is okay. When you feel like it's like days on end, you start calling out. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like you have somatic symptoms. Oh my gosh, my stomach is hurting me. My head is hurting me. And sometimes that might not be in reality. Mm-hmm. It might be a toxic environment um toxic environment has a the power to steal your joy and when you before you start a job you're you're bubbly you're in your interview you're ready to save the world and then before you know it you're just like jaded yeah those are things that toxic environment um that's what can happen it also steals your energy by 10 o'clock you're drained because your mind is going a mile a minute because you're trying to figure out how to deflect the negativity how do I not open the door and be in the hallway with this person at the same time? How do I not be at the coffee or the water cooler at the same time as this person? It's extremely, extremely draining. Yeah. Um, you're, not an, you're not able to make clear decisions. And um, you become over, overly emotional. And that really spills over into your personal life. Because yes. when you bring um, work home or you're drained from work and you don't feel valued at work, sometimes, unfortunately, your personal life is impacted. You might lash out on your children your loved ones, Um, and your mental health is something that really, really is affected by toxic environment. It's really a poison. And just imagine seeping in a poison into your brain. So all of the positive emotions and the great things that come with living a life that you love, all those things you're robbed of.
0: Yeah that's that's this is like you're you're speaking so much truth right now and as someone who's gone through this like it's like wow to 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 see this named and to see this like be a thing i didn't know that it was called toxic work environment and mm-hmm. you know, i'm thinking you know i'm waking up and why does my stomach hurt and my thing was the headaches like i had headaches yes. on, and it was just like i was always sick and always catching colds and yep. Like I just I just call out, I'm like, what excuse haven't I used? <laughs> like what can I say? This is before my daughter, so I couldn't even say, Oh, you know, Child like, care. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fighting to find excuses. It was horrible. Um, and then you're right, you start to think like something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Me, everyone Mm -hmm. else seems happy, everyone else is dealing with it. What is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it makes you the self-esteem, like everything is saying, like, oh my gosh, it really hits a nerve. And I know there are so many people out here listening that can relate to this. They they email me, they call me, they text me, and they tell me like I just can't do it anymore. Like I feel like You know, and then I'm taking it out on my partner when I come home and my kids and I'm snapping at people. Mm -hmm. I can't enjoy life and Mm -hmm. it's just horrible. And we spend so much time at work. And so to have this negativity at a place where you spend one third of your life, like it's just, it's sad. It's not fair. We deserve a lot more than that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We deserve a lot more than that. So what can we do? So if you're in a toxic work environment, if you are, you know, if people are, they're relating to these symptoms that we're talking about. And they're like, yes, you're describing my environment. What are three things that someone can do to either cope with it or to like prevent it or, or, or whatever? What can they do if they find themselves in this situation? So
1: I have a couple of different things. I'm going to break it down into three. Um, so the first thing is definitely to find a balance, to be able to find the balance between work and home, to be able to take care of yourself first. So self-care is extremely important. And I know a lot of people have been speaking about self-care, but it's actually very, very important because you're able to refuel. You're able to give yourself the energy you need to actually deal with challenges at work. Um, it could vary. It could just be reading a book, It could just be tuning out, right? And I tell people, you tune out from the world to tune into yourself. Mm. You have to have those moments where you're just silent. You're just by yourself. Um, So self-care is very, very important. Also being in tune with your environment. Being able to set firm boundaries and clear communication. So we're not all... um, able to remove ourselves from toxic environments let's be honest a lot of people have responsibilities like you were in that situation for a specific reason right mm-hmm. Sometimes we're in bad situations because we have no choice at that moment so you can set clear boundaries um limit your interaction with the people who are toxic um, be very firm know that you deserve more and identify support systems that exist outside of the workplace so whether it be your family whether it be your girlfriends Making sure you keep those social networks open, so that when you're not at work, you're able to really be who you are and be yourself. Lastly, um, a exit strategy. So a lot of people look down upon <laughs> leaving jobs, and you know sometimes culturally in our in our you know our parents' generation is like you stay in a job for forty years, right? Or you stay until they fire you, right? Now people are being empowered to say this is my exit strategy, and I want my financial freedom in about six months to a year. So knowing that you don't have to stay in a situation because it's actually abusive. You don't need to stay in an abusive relationship or a work setting, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to walk away, but walk away work away in a safe way. So that's where the exit strategy really, really comes in. And I encourage people to be realistic about their finances, realistic about what they want and really tap into their passion because you want to make good decisions. Yeah. Have that exit strategy. And sometimes when you have that time frame, okay, I'm going to stay here for another year. It doesn't seem that bad because you're actually counting down
0: hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important. So it's like you're taking care of yourself while you're there. So you you have your self care moments, and you're, mm-hmm. you know, waiting the people that you can avoid looking on the brighter side, but then yes, you're still trying to, to leave. And I think it's so important when you say it's like, it's a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. And we and you said it earlier as well, like, we're, we normalize this, like, yes. how many people do you talk to when you ask them about their jobs? And probably not even in a work setting like a professional setting but if you're just asking a friend or a family member about work and they just start going off into all the things that are wrong and how people said this and yes you know and they're they're just saying it to you like it's normal yes it's not normal No. no every job is not perfect there is no job where it's perfect every time but where you feel like it's toxic it's poisonous you know where you feel like you cannot be yourself when you feel like people are disrespecting you that is abuse and you would tell if i was your friend and i came to you and said you know my husband is doing x y and z you tell me to leave him that's right or you try to coach me to get to that decision myself so why not the same thing with my job if Mm -hmm. my boss is yelling at me and making me feel less than as a friend you know why wouldn't you coach me to leave that situation. I think that's right. so important. Yeah. And don't just jump off the leave because Danielle or myself can't pay your bills, girl. So don't <laughs> just jump off the leave, but hello, an <laughs> exit strategy that sets you up to be in the right space. I think that's so important.
1: Yeah. And it's also like tapping into that door and it's like valuing yourself. You're yeah. an asset, right? Mm-hmm. Know your worth and know that you're an asset to any organization. Yeah. So when you go back on that job market, I know you, you, you talk p- t- with people about this and you coach people through this process, but no, you're worthy. You're worthy of having a healthy environment. You're worthy of being in a space that you're going to be productive, mm-hmm. where you're going to be your best self, where you can be the best version of yourself. No one wants to be in a situation where it's hostile and you're not able to function because you're not able to really thrive. And that really w- what it boils down to is being able to thrive and function.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So Danielle, have you ever been in a toxic work environment?
1: Yes, I have. (laughs) I've been in a toxic work environment on many levels. Um, Now I'm in management. But before I was in management, and I was a direct care worker, I would definitely observe a lot of different things. And I would observe culture, um, the culture of workplace that was kind of rooted in dysfunction. Mm. So it's been like this for years. And me coming in, you know, looking out of school, like, I'm going to save the world <laughs> and I realized how people should talk to each other and you shouldn't do this. And I had to realize, okay, then you have to fall back because this is how it's been for a while and you're not going to change things. You're going to make things worse for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I had to have an exit strategy and many a times because I realized I know what type of environment I need to be in. Mm-hmm. I need to function in a supportive environment, something that's healthy and where people are respecting people on all levels. So when I've been in situations like that, I've um, had an exit strategy. It might've been longer than I expected, but I learned all I can learn while I was there. Mm -hmm. I gained all the experience that I can gain while I was there. I formed the healthy relationships that I can when I was there. And when I was there, I did the best I can. I did the best I could with my limited resources.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So it definitely, no one is exempt from uh, um, unhealthy work environment at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think the key things that, you know, we could take away that people can take away from this conversation is that one, I think you just like, we'll start with what you just how you just ended it that no one is immune from this. There's nothing wrong with you. If you're in a situation that's toxic, or that's, you know, abusive or something like that. There's nothing wrong with you. As human beings, we have dynamics at play from the beginning of time, Mm -hmm. people don't get along, people don't work well together. It's just what it is being a human being. So First thing, know that it's not your fault. Know that there's nothing wrong with you. After that, then you need to start taking care of yourself, doing those self-care things that Danielle mentioned, and then, you know, figure out how you can make the best of the situation, who you need to avoid, who you need to like have as your support system, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then create that exit strategy. Make mm-hmm. sure that you set some time for yourself and that if if it gets prolonged and extended, again, regroup and and kind of just continue to move to move forward. So I think that's really, really important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything else you want to add that we didn't talk about that people should really know about this topic?
1: Um,
0: I think I talked about a little bit, but just know
1: your worth. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important. Waking up in the morning and knowing that um, I'm worthy, I'm enough, and I'm contributing to an organization in some sort of way, knowing that um, you can make a difference, whatever field you're in but having that confidence in yourself to know that I don't have to stay in this situation. This goes to relationships as well as the workplace um, and knowing that you have a choice. Yeah. And, and awesome. taking the time to think about it.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so many, Jen. Thank you for having me. today. So if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to learn more about you and your business and you know, maybe they need some help through their own toxic work environment or something mm-hmm. else, how can they do that?
1: So I have several social media platforms. On Instagram, I can be found at Vision Transformers. On Twitter, I can be found at VTF Transformer. And my website is www.VisionTransformationFirm.com.
0: Awesome. And I will have all of the links to that in the show notes so people can click there and get in contact with you. I think it's important for everyone, but especially within our community, to really reach out for the help that they need, um, especially in these sorts of situations. You know, a lot of us, a lot of people, you know, entrepreneurs, that's totally fine. And entrepreneurs need help, too. But yes. But especially for people, you know, you're doing your nine to five and you're supporting your family. You're trying to make things work. And there's so many things outside of your control that threaten your mental well-being. So it's important to reach out and that you get the support and the help that you need uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you can. So Totally agree. And it's not
1: taboo to ask for help. Exactly. If you need help, it's actually a strength to ask for help. You'll get the help you need.
0: Awesome. 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 So, you know, this was a conversation on toxic work environments. It's something that people bring up all the time. So I'm glad we were able to sit down and talk this through. And, um, you know, I, again, I will have your information in the show notes. And if anyone, if you want to reach out to me as well, you know, where to find me, yourcareergirl.com. And that is all for today. And we will see you. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. This one really, I mean, I love, you know, all the episodes and of course I say that they're all great, but this one specifically really hit home just because, you know, I can really resonate with what, you know, Danielle and I were speaking about, you know, having been in a toxic environment myself for two years and also coaching the many women that I coach who are also in, you know, just toxic environments that are just really poisonous to all areas of their life, this is something that really hits home for me. And I hope that you were able, you know, if you are in an environment or you know someone who's in an environment that's toxic, that you were able to walk away knowing that, you know, the key thing is that it's not, it's not normal. Right? I know that in our society, in our culture, we talk about, you know, hating our job, we talk about horrible bosses. Like these are things that are just normalized as we spoke about, but it does not have to be your reality. So the one thing that I really hope, well, two things I hope you walked away with. Number one is that, is that it is not normal. It is not okay. You know, no matter how long you've been dealing with it, it is not okay. And you can make that change. And the second thing is that you have the power to create your exit strategy so that you can move on, so that you can get out of this environment and you don't have to be stuck here. So my hope for you, for anyone who's listening right now, is that you really, you feel empowered to start the process of creating that exit strategy if you're currently in a toxic environment i don't care how long you've been in one you know it is never too late to start the process to move on. Something that we spoke about in this episode was the fact that, you know, if I'm your friend and you told me about a relationship you were in that was abusive or that was toxic or that wasn't in your best interest, I'd try to help you to to do what makes you happy and to get out of that situation or find, you know, ways to 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 separate yourself or whatever it was, right? Maybe I wouldn't flat out tell you leave him or leave her or whatever, but I would definitely try to help you remove yourself from this horrible environment and so as your career coach as your girl as your friend I'm telling you now if you are in an abusive or toxic work environment it's time to separate yourself you don't have to stay in it and so I'm offering you the opportunity to to speak with me and let's talk through you know how you can set up your exit strategy. And get out of that situation. So in the show notes, I'm gonna leave a link to my application for my strategy session. We'll, you know, you'll fill out the application. If we're a good fit, we'll sit down and have a free call to talk about the process. But I want to help. I want to personally help you through this process. If you've listened to this episode and you're like, yes, they are speaking my life. They are talking about everything that I, you know, can relate to in my career. I want to make a change. I'm tired of being in this environment and I want to exit. Then let's talk about it. Click the link in my in the. Show notes and you know, let's start the process. Let this be, you know, let 2018 be the year for you, right? No matter when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to it in real time right now, you know, it's November 28th, we're about to close out this year. Let you know close out 2017 let 2018 be the year that you have escaped, you know, this bad environment and i want to personally help you do that. So click the link in the show notes, you know, fill out the application for a strategy session. Let's talk through how to set up your exit strategy for 2018. I will talk to you later.